The following content is brought to you by Mr. Fister, Eric Smith, Abigail 13, and Orange Thunder. Thank you very much, uh, executive producers, for the help. This is episode 605 of Nintendo Switchcraft. Uh, if you missed the last episode, I recently announced that uh, we're, we're moving to a two-day-a-week day um, podcast release cycle. That's not a uh, cadence is the word that I was looking for. The release cadence for the show is going to be two days a week. I'm still trying to figure out which two days a week I'm going to do. My gut tells me Monday and Thursday is probably the best combo. Of course, I'm recording this on Wednesday. Why am I recording it on Wednesday if Monday, Thursday is the combo that I'm looking for? Well, for those of you who don't know, I have another show called StadiaCast. And on StadiaCast, um, we talk about Google Stadia uh, quite a bit. That's kind of the, 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 the theme of the show. And uh, Thursday is the anniversary of Stadia's release. So I'm doing an open mic that day over on um, my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash StadiaCast, where people come in and we talk about stuff. And so I'll be busy doing that and won't be able to record Switchcraft on Thursday. So that's why uh, I'm recording this on Wednesday, a day early. So if there's huge news tomorrow on Thursday, then um, obviously it won't be in this episode. And uh, you'll all be able to, you know, give me the old side eye because I recorded it too early. Anyway, uh, Monday, Thursday is the goal. And so those those episodes will come out for patrons as soon as I finish recording them. But they will release on Tuesday, Friday. That's how it goes. Um, so make sure that if you want to get these episodes as soon as they come out, or as soon as I'm done with them, then head on over to the Patreon and you can join at the Early Access Club to get these episodes right away. Um, by the way, you can find links to uh, all of that stuff, you know, my YouTube channel, um, my Twitter account, um, the Patreon. You can find all of that stuff over at runjumpstomp.com. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and talk about some Nintendo news. I know that last episode I promised a mailbag and then I talked... For a very long time about other stuff that was decidedly not mailbag. And because of that, the mailbag got pushed. So I, again, I'm going to give you the mailbag this episode. Instead, this time I promise, no matter how long the episode gets, you're going to get some mailbag stuff today. And there's some pretty good mailbag stuff to talk about. We also have some Nintendo news, as as that's that's kind of the, the theme of this show. We've got some Hyrule Warriors news. Um, I'm super hyped for that game. We've got the Game Awards has been announced, and I'm sure that there's other Nintendo news that I will include as well. But first, why don't you listen to this uh, this little intro music, and I will be right back. Usually, I save the mailbag stuff for the end of the show, but that's not what's happening today. Today, what's happening is we're going to start with the mailbag because I know what I'll do. I will get uh, off on a tangent about something, 
and talk and talk and talk, and then I won't get to the mailbag. And I think that I've got a pretty decent mailbag topic today, and I got a bunch of answers. Like, you guys are awesome. If you don't follow me on Twitter and you want to make sure that you can get in on these mailbag discussions, then I am at RunJumpStomp on Twitter. So here's my mailbag topic, my question for you. This came from, I was scrolling Reddit, as I often do, and I found an awesome bit of uh, fan art. And there was a picture of Urbosa and Guybrush Threepwood and um, the Hollow Knight and Math Blasters. And uh, for for those of you who are younger, you're probably like, what the hell is a Guybrush Threepwood? What the hell is Math Blasters? Well, those are old. Those are <laughs> when I say old video games, those are really, really old video games. And uh, they were saying, I, I think that these would be cool characters in Smash. And I was like, man, those are some really obscure picks. And so my question was, what is the strangest, most improbable character that you can think of for Smash? And you guys, of course, replied. So let's get to those replies. And you guys came up with some really good ones, too. Uh, Lord NBZ, who, if you don't know, he is one of the two hosts, him and Bally. Uh, they host an ep- a podcast that I used to listen to. Well, actually, I still listen to it from time to time. I just don't get every episode uh, called This Nintendo Life. It comes out every two weeks. And there are a couple of British guys who just talk about the Nintendo games that they play. It's a wonderful podcast. And I'm a big fan of theirs. Uh, I've had both of them on 143 Pixels to talk about uh, their favorite games with me, and I've guested on um, this Nintendo Life as well. So make sure that you check out their stuff. But uh, Lord NBZ said the submarine from Steel Diver. So an actual submarine. Now I'm trying to imagine how that would work. Like, and, and you know what? If you are artistically talented, what I would love to see is somebody, anybody who wants to make like, their artistic rendition of any of these crazy ideas that people have come up with, uh, tweet them at me. And uh, actually, you know, you could just tweet it at me if you want. But if you go to the show notes, which you can find at runjumpstomp.com, you can find the thread and you could reply to the person who did it. I know that we have some really talented artists that listen to this show because they've sent me drawings. I would love to see your ideas of maybe what the submarine from Steel Dr- Steel Diver would look like as a Smash character. Um, Fisto, uh, he came up with a really great uh, idea. Awesome Possum. I don't know if you guys remember, uh, but back in the Sega Genesis and um, Super Nintendo era, the the idea was that you had to have like some kind of mascot. Mascot games were where it was at. We had um, Crash Bandicoot, who Gem uh, Stadia uh, tweeted Crash Bandicoot at me. Um, I didn't think that was really obscure, and so I gave him a hard time about that. But uh, Crash Bandicoot was like the PlayStation mascot. Sonic was obviously the Sega mascot. And Nintendo, Nintendo had Mario. And Mario is really the only one that really survived as a mascot. Sonic still exists, but 
I don't feel like he's a mascot anymore. Uh, but Awesome Possum was one of those games that they 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 tried to sh- to throw a lot of mascot stuff at the wall characters like Bubsy. Uh, but Awesome Possum was one of those, and it was a Sega Genesis game. Really great pull, Mr. Fisto there. Mikey B. Playing says, any character from Eternal Dog uh, Darkness, Booger Man, Vector Man, or Buzz Lightyear. Now, I know that Buzz Lightyear can't be a, a character, and here's the reason. Um, Mr. Um, I, I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, not, not Miyamoto. That's the Mario guy. Um, Sakurai, Mr. Sakurai. I'm not going to edit that out. I'm going to leave it in. Mr. Sakurai has said that they will only do characters that originated in a video game. So you can't bring in characters that originated in a movie. Uh, so Buzz Lightyear is out, but Vector Man, what a weird character that was. He was just a bunch of weird green spheres um, held together by I don't even know what. And then there was Boogerman, another mascot character that was really, really gross. And then Eternal Darkness. I I never played Eternal Darkness, so I'm not really, really familiar with that. But I think that some the the Boogerman and Vectorman are great picks, uh, Mikey. Uh, Audi Norman, by the way, awesome artist. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. Oddly normal one. Uh, he said, "What about Yar?" And if you're not sure who that is. That is like this weird-looking fly, um, space fly from the Atari 2600. There was a game called Yar's Revenge. I loved that game when I was a kid. What an awesome pick, uh, Audi. I love it. I love it. I love it. Rishi B., who I was actually on a on a podcast, America's Next Top Podcaster, with, um, he said the camera grip Lakitu from Mario Kart and... Uh, I'm sure he also meant to say Mario 64. Um, yeah, we have the that Lakitu. He flies around on a cloud. He's got a camera on a fishing pole. I think that that would be awesome. Like, think of the cool move sets that you could do. He could use that as like a a, a ranged and melee weapon, swinging the camera around. Imagine what his ultimate smash would be. It'd be like, you know. 13 cameras all pointed at you. I don't know. Maybe the camera adds adds 10 pounds and you just you fall over. I don't know. Um, another mascot from those mascot games, Stephen Brooks, uh, said Dizzy, which was this weird egg character that wore boxing gloves. Really, really weird. Mr. Fister, who is a patron of the show, they said E.T. from the Nintendo Classic Failure. I did correct them and say, actually, that was the Atari 2600 published by Atari because the uh, the guy who made it also little little bit of obscure information here the guy who made it also made Yar's Revenge and he made Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark all for the Atari 2600 and uh, Spielberg wanted him to make this game in I think it was four months all by himself and that's probably why it was such a failure. Although I played the hell out of E.T. when I was a kid. I didn't think it was nearly the dumpster fire that everybody else said it was. Um, but it wasn't It wasn't fantastic. Gem Stadia said Crash Bandicoot. I already mentioned that. Uh, we'll do like three, four, three or more. Um, Grills Von Sizzle said, how about the really bad day? 
from disaster, day of crisis. One of the illnesses from the Trauma Center series, or what about Joy-Con Drift? Ooh, that's scary stuff. Uh, and then we've got, let's see. Uh, oh, Shirui, uh, you nailed it. I love this one. This one is awesome, and I would absolutely love to see it. Manny Calavera. And if you don't know who Manny Calavera is, he is from an old school point and click adventure. And I'm blanking on the name of it. And I had, I had my buddy, um, I had my buddy uh, Stephen on uh, 143 pixels to talk about it. And I can't remember it. But you are basically, <laughs> uh, when people die, you have to sell them a trip to. Um, like heaven, basically, and uh, you're not a very good salesman. And that is the premise of the game, which I can't remember. I'm going to pause the recording and look it up. I feel so dumb for not being able to remember this. Grim Fandango. It was Grim Fandango. I'd like to pretend that I knew it all along. As soon as I looked at it, I was like, yeah, you should have known that, Bill. You should have known. Anyway, thank you, everybody who replied. These are awesome ideas. I want to know... What does everybody think about Manny Calavera? What what about his move set? What would he do? What would be the moves that he would use to defeat Mario? Because he's a salesman. I would love to hear it. What's his ultimate smash like? All right, let's move on to some news. We have yet another trailer for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity coming out on Friday. I am hyped for this game. You guys already knew that, though. Listen, this is 100 years before whatever happened in Breath of the Wild. So we're going to get to go back in time and see how everything turned out the way that it did before Link wakes up. I think that this is going to be incredibly interesting. I can't wait to hear, I'm sorry, to uh, get my hands on it. I played the demo. I liked the demo a lot. Those Famitsu quotes that I read you on the last episode. They've got me hyped up for it. And this trailer is pretty good. It's not a great trailer. I don't know if my my um, expectations for a video game trailer can ever be met after watching the video game trailer for Breath of the Wild. Remember that first Breath of the Wild trailer the music just hit at the absolute perfect time and it was it was so intense and emotion like it stirred emotion by watching it i probably watched that thing a billion times like of the of the vi- views that that video has on youtube i would say probably 27% of them are just me watching it over and over again even after i finished the game I went back and watched that trailer again because that trailer was bananas. This trailer's okay. It's not great. And I think mostly it's because the music just doesn't feel nearly as impactful. But I still think that this game is going to be really, really rad. It's even even if you're not a huge fan of the Muso Muso genre, like I'm a big fan of the Muso genre. Well, okay, I've played two of them. Uh, but the two that I've played... I've really liked, and I'm looking forward to this, and even though the Famitsu uh, stuff says it doesn't play so much like a 
like a Muso game. I think that it's still pretty exciting because it's Breath of the Wild stuff, you know? If you want to check out this video, there's no spoilers in the video. I don't I don't believe there are. Um, they do have, like, it ends, and I was about to close it, and then there's, like, a little bit of stuff at the end. So if you do watch the trailer, stick around to the end. Uh, you get to see some, some cool, impactful moments. But if you want to go in totally cold, then don't watch it. Um, speaking of Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, the hype is real. Um, the, I guess the game was leaked, so you're going to need to be real careful on the internet. Uh, a couple of days before the game is set to come out, it has been leaked. Uh, I'm not going to even click on the headline that I read that said that because I don't want to see any spoilers. And I don't know how how careful um, you know that website is, so I'm not going to click on it. You, you know what? I'm not even going to put paste it. If you want to see the 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 information about that. You can Google it yourself. I'm not going to go and put it into the show notes because I don't want somebody to be halfway reading and click it and then get spoiled on something. But be careful out there. If you are big on Twitter, like I love to use Twitter because it's so hilarious scrolling through the idiocy that people say sometimes. Um, You can block certain terms on Twitter And that is uh, just a little pro tip for you. I do that anytime there's a new Marvel movie coming out, anytime that there's a Star Wars movie coming out, anytime there is a really massive massive story-based video game that I want to make sure that nobody spoils me on, that's what I do. I go into Twitter and I set up a filter to say, hide all of this stuff so that I don't see it. Uh, So just be careful out there because there are jerks who have stolen this information and they are going to share that information out and uh, just, just be careful. The Game Awards nominees have been announced. I'm going to tell you about some of the Nintendo nominees for Game of the Year. Animal Crossing New Horizons and Hades by Supergiant Games. Those have both been nominated for Game of the Year. Now, in my opinion, there is not a game that better encapsulates what 2020 has been than Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing should, in my opinion, absolutely win... They should absolutely win. But I don't think that they will. I don't think that it has that AAA feel that a lot of people will vote for, even though it is an amazing game. Um, It was also like a few months ago. Like People aren't playing the game as much, and the people might vote with their memories. And so they may vote for something more recent, although I'm looking at the rest of it, and I think most of these games... Oh, Doom Eternal's fairly recent. Is it fairly recent? No. All of these games came out pretty early in the year, although I don't know about Ghosts of Tsushima. I think that might be pretty recent. Anyway, best game direction, uh, Hades. You're going to hear Hades a lot on this, which is a game that I haven't played, and I feel feel dumb for not playing it. All right? Tell me how dumb I am on Twitter. Uh, Best narrative... Hades, again. 
Uh, best art direction, Hades, again. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, that's also a uh, game on a Nintendo Switch. By the way, um, as far as art direction for Hades, I haven't played it. I haven't really watched much gameplay of it, but I did read a comic by uh, Penny Arcade, a Penny Arcade comic about it. And um, like Mike Krahulik is the, like the, he's the artist. And he was like, if I drew one of these characters, I would retire happy. Like that's what the, 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 the idea of the comic was for him to say that. Cause he is an amazing artist. You can't always see how amazing his art is with his, like the, with the, with the comics that he draws, but he also does some really spectacular, more detailed stuff. He's a fantastic artist. And for him to say that about, about, uh, like the art direction of a game that that's pretty impressive. So even though I haven't played most of these games, I'm going to guess just on that comment alone, the Hades takes it, uh, best score and music, Hades and Ori, uh, again, um, let's see, best performance, Logan Cunningham as Hades in Hades, man. Um, I will say that I don't think Hades has a chance of winning best game. And the reason why is because it's easier for a lot of people to give it wins elsewhere rather than sweeping all the way across. Um, let's see best. Oh, games for impact. We've got spirit fair and Kentucky road zero, both on the Nintendo switch best ongoing game, Fortnite. uh, best indie game, Hades spirit fair, uh, best VR and AR. Now you might be wondering, well, how come Bill's mentioning that first off, no, no games on Nintendo switch are nominated. And you might say, well, of course not. Nintendo switch doesn't do VR. Well, it kind of does with like the Labo, but that's not this year anyway. So why am I bringing it up? I cannot believe that Mario Kart Live was not nominated in this category because it's best virtual reality and best augmented reality. It absolutely should have been nominated. Got to scroll down a little bit to find Mario Kart Live. That's under best family game. We've got Animal Crossing, Mario Kart Live, Minecraft Dungeons, and Paper Mario all nominated in that category. I don't know which one is going to be the best, but uh, in my opinion, it's got to be Animal Crossing for best family. So I feel like Mario Kart Live really should have been in that AR category. There are more categories down below that, but I got most of them out of the way. Um, what do you think the wins are going to be? Tweet at me at run, jump, stomp. All right, everybody, that's it for this episode. I am going to see you next time, but before I get out of here, I need to thank our producers, people like Matt Hadfield, John Eisenmenger, uh, Bowser, Travis McGuire, and Sean, who is the, I got a, I got a mouse over it, uh, patron producer number six. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for the support. Thank you for listening. And uh, thanks for everybody who said, who was super cool about me uh, lowering the frequency as which the game, the episodes come out to uh, two days a week. Have an awesome day, and I will hopefully, maybe, I'll see you guys on Friday for a Hyrule Warriors stream. Bye. Bye.